Adam. <laughs> hey, welcome to Swat and Flies Telling Lies. Adam did a full start. I almost went and dry on with no lube on you guys out there. You can thank Adam for that one. <laughs> yeah, it would have been painful. <laughs> no postal like I just go right in. <laughs> so we are just catching up. It's been a hot minute since we've been on each other's podcast. Yeah, it's it's been a month. Man. We did a review on your podcast about a horror movie. From 20 years ago. What did we do? Keepers Creepers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got to have Dakota on. That yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, But today's is just kind of going to be all over the place. Is there... Uh, today is the first day of the cruise ships being back since the pandemic hit. I know a lot of people hate the cruise ships, but one, the tourism helps Adam. Gets to sell more of his naughty guy work. Two... It gets to help your B&B because then that means we'll get more people in, right? Yep. And three, uh, it'll be more of um, hopefully an economy boost, you know? Let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. I let's mean, hope, man. I don't want to be stuck in this pandemic for the rest of our lives. It's crazy that we're in a pandemic in our lifetime. No shit. Uh, today is the first real cruise ship coming in, but it's not tourists coming in. This is more uh, crew members. They are learning the protocols of, you know, oh, okay. running the gauntlet here, really. It's the big boy ship, too, man. Did you yeah, see it? Yeah, it is a big ship. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's cool. It, we're getting some normalcy back. Now, we'll never be back to normal, but we're getting some sense of normalcy back, and I like that and I appreciate that. Yeah, so do I, because, you know, Catch Can, the rest of the nation, we're all, things are opening back up. Yeah. Uh, like you said, life is somewhat coming back to normal yeah me and adam are waxed and vaxxed baby <laughs> got our b-holes waxed <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh awesome <laughs> and uh we are almost dead midsummer we had a fucking heat wave that that hit 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 Malikali. hit catch cam pretty good um yeah, was that two straight weeks? Yeah, yeah, it was nice, but holy fuck, man, I, I am way too fat, man. So, um, <laughs> I am going to the gym after we record an episode for Adam's podcast. After this, get back in the gym, break in my new shoes, and then I'll be recording another podcast later on today with Merle. So it should be a two fun podcasts. Uh, Adam's episode will release this Sunday on this streaming service so uh yeah, let's get the ball rolling brother cool cool anything in particular how's your summer been man well for the bnb it's been really busy nice. and very thankful yeah but yeah. it's a it's a fast turnover when it happens because we got people checking in on a wednesday people checking out on the same morning so we got people coming and going at the same time and it has to happen really quick to get that room turned over also Another thing that should point out that directly affects you guys now is Alaska Airlines is getting back to almost their normal flight schedule because it used to just be one in and one out when the pandemic hit. Yeah. Right. Yep. 
but they are right back to price gouging. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. They fucking don't worry. That's still happening. Yeah. You overpay it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. We just booked the trip for a couple days to Washington. That's a $1,600 trip. Holy shit. Just in flights. How did, uh, geez, man, it never used to be that high, man. No, it didn't. How far out did you buy it in advance, if you don't mind me asking? A couple weeks, three weeks. Oh, shit, huh? So they are rolling you over and doing you dry, man. 1600 that's more than Maya's ticket to get here. I know. (laughs) What's really crazy is it's like uh, 600 I think, to go from Ketchikan to Seattle. Yep. And then from Seattle to like LA is like 200. Yeah. Cause there's more competition. That's why. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. This is just that rolling you over, doing you dry and then having to take it again. Yeah. Oh, they don't even fucking take you out to dinner, man. They just got just kind of pop, man. Hey man, there you go. <laughs> there's a price gouging. I know. And, and for people saying, well, okay, well, you guys chose Level Island. Okay, yeah, they chose the price gouge, so fuck them. Then you look at the Alaska Marine Highway's prices. I looked in just like a one-way ticket down to Bellingham with my vehicle. I think that was $1,100 one way. My God. It's probably a lot cheaper to put your car on a barge. Yeah. And then if I, uh, and now, unless protocol has changed, but when I was looking at it, I guess beginning of this year i think you had to get a stateroom really yeah oh yeah yeah that was part of the protocol because of covid19 yeah and that was just to keep everybody separated from which i understand but congregating you know? yeah it's just like dude i'm gonna be up in the solarium i want to fucking meet people because the plan was to go visit my sister jesse which i'm going to do it's just been delayed a little bit um, but I'm going to go down, I'm going to visit Jesse. I'm going to go have her and her fucking awesome boyfriend, Casey, recreate Goonies photos with me in front of the Goonies house. <laughs> awesome. Around Astoria on the Goonies beach. And then the next day we're going to go, um, going to go do some photo recreations of different places of stand by me where that was filmed. Oh, awesome. Man. Yeah. So that can't happen until next year because I'm just in the beginning of a new career, which is going good, by the way. Happy um, to hear it, man. Yeah. And then, um, so next year is the plan. I want to spend minimum two weeks hanging out with Jesse. And then, um, so one of the other things I want to do is I actually want to go to L.A., go to Quentin Tarantino's theater and watch Pulp Fiction dressed up in character. Nice. And then spend the rest of the week wandering around, walking in L.A., like the song. Um, <laughs> but uh, go to different spots where different movies were shot, you know. Um, L.A. is really, really cool. That, yeah. That uh, Hollywood star walk of fame is awesome. Yeah, that, that's going to be one day. Like, like me and Jesse are going to go there. <laughs> it Jesse was, and Casey are going to go there. Yeah, it was really, really cool, man. Yeah. And then, uh, so this is all part of this huge dream that I have. That's going to happen. Like I said, I just got set back with COVID and everything. I didn't have it, but I mean, the pandemic is what I should say. Yeah. So just, you know, I'm going to go there. I want to see different movie lots. I want to see different, I want to see different scenes where the Karate Kid was created. Was that in LA? It was around it. Oh, nice. Well, Southern California. Yeah, it was in Southern California. But 
there's you know i could see different where different movies were filmed in la yeah there's a lot of cool stuff to see um, there, man. i want to recreate some 90210 scenes <laughs> you know i want to uh i want to um what else do i want i want to see the beach in la yes uh i want awesome. to go see a stand-up comedian in la um either go to a clippers or lakers game or hopefully now these are all just things that i want to do before i'm 50 obviously but whatever bucket I, list yeah yeah and the other bucket list is uh let's get on that one number one on my bucket list right now is that taking this vacation with my sister and it's not just her i'm just saying it's her because i already told her she's coming with me you know and she's cool as shit. <laughs> um is uh i want to see weird al in concert hell yeah man. 50. that would be cool I want to fucking scream sing Yoda. I want to fucking sing along to eat it. I want to sing along to fat. I want to fucking sing along to fucking one more minute. Cause that's my favorite breakup song of all time. Oh. I want to fucking fanboy the fuck out when he comes on stage for the first time. You oh, yeah. know? Um, and like I said, there's just all these things I want to, uh, uh, um, we got family up in the, up in Northern California too, you know? I want to go to scenes where they shot the lost boys um now red nun was filmed out there too wasn't it i thought red du did it is either there or in or in um either durango or somewhere in Denver, oh right? no no you're right it was in colorado was it filmed there or did they just say that's where the school was i think that's where it was filmed i don't know for sure but if they, we'll if have it, to look this up well if that was filmed in la or in or in California, then I want to go to those scenes where they film the Red Dawn scenes too. Don't get me wrong there. Um, I want to see the different places where Point Break Point Break was filmed. You know, mm -hmm. I'd love to fucking do that, and I can't do Bill and Ted because Bill and Ted was filmed in Arizona. Yeah, right. Yep, uh, out near Red Rocks, I think. Is that where it was? I think so. No, uh, no, that's Colorado. Sorry, I'm screwing this up. Somewhere though, right? No, I. Terrence actually. Well, Terrence probably brought you when you guys went there to Circle K, right? Yeah. Because strange things were afoot. <laughs> yep. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, um, like I said, I, I genuinely had these plans. I was going to take a month off last year. I had the time saved up at my previous job. And then the pandemic just fucked everybody's world up, man. Um, so here we are. And uh, things happen like how they are supposed to happen. Um I know people say you make your own destiny or fate or whatever, but I'm where I'm supposed to be, you know? I'm feeling pretty good about where I'm at. So my, I'm happy. Um, there's a couple times where I get, like like everybody, because I'm single, I sometimes I get lonely, and then like I wake up the next morning, like, the fuck am I thinking? Chill out. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay, man. I rubbed <laughs> one out. I'm good now. <laughs> but there's like moments of, of being lonely, but then it's just like, yeah i'm good man right person will come along when i decide they can come along <laughs> yeah it's kind of a, a fleeting feeling yeah it, it is man and i don't in one month from today i'm gonna be 44. it's july it's july 9th today's my uncle bruce's birthday oh no shit yeah well happy and, birthday to a very good man yeah and um i so for a lot of years I, I was, uh, after 2012, I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to be alone. Oh my God, I'm going to be alone. And then that led me to to being in relationships I should have never gotten into was me being scared to be alone. And those 
those relationships rightfully ended. And I remember being hurt when they ended just because that's what I was searching. I thought of what I was searching for when I took a break for a while and then um, had a couple failure to launches with a couple different people. And that was okay. And then dated somebody in 2018 that I shouldn't have been dating. I, I should have just been having fun with not that, you know, I try to be open about everything, especially on the podcast. I should have just been having fun with the person instead of making a commitment. And then after I made that commitment, I just bypassed all the red flags because they weren't living here in Alaska. So now it's just like, okay, man, no more long distance dating. <laughs> yeah. That, that within itself is really, really tough anyway. And, and, and I was just like, you know what, man, I, I'm okay with that because she's not living with me and she's not even in the state. So I bypassed a lot of red flags that I should have been like, dude, this isn't a good idea from the jump. Like what you just said, long distance dating is in and of itself, never a good idea. It's tough. Anyway, you look at it. Yeah. And so I just sometimes, I guess it would be considered a midlife crisis, right? It'd be a very early midlife crisis. Well, what what do you consider then? 50 then? About 50, 55, oh, somewhere around there. Oh, okay. That would be about midlife. Yeah, oh, you're right. And I just future, I try not, I tell people don't future trip. And then I turn around future trip. <laughs> yeah. It's really easy for us to it's turn easy. around and give somebody else advice and then yeah. not follow our own because yeah. I've done a lot of that myself <laughs> and, you know, Hey, watch out for that shit. And then I'm stepping it myself. And <laughs> yeah, I think that's perfect, brother. <laughs> and that's how it is too, man. Um, I try to, if I could help out and give somebody advice, I will, but I precaution it like, Hey man, I ain't perfect. Yeah, this may or may not work. Um, but here's what I would do. <laughs> you yeah. know, X, Y, Z. Um, but yeah, so it's just, uh, like I said, it's my uncle's birthday today. Then I was just like, oh shit, man. My birthday is in exactly one month. I'm going to be 44. But but everything's in motion. Um, I'm on a career path that I'm liking now. I'm at a place that's drama-free. And you're feeling pretty comfortable. Very comfortable. Um, the toxic shit isn't there like it had been at the previous two jobs. Not, not the um, not the Walmart and not the Point Higgins. I mean, there were some fucked up spots at both of those places, but I wasn't there long enough to tell you if it was long term toxicity or not. But I could tell you without a fact, or with with, or I could tell you with a fact that. Aero services and out at Saxman were fucking super toxic, bad places for me to be working. That was pretty rough, you know? So, um, I'm happy there. Um, I'm decluttering my place. That's another thing I have to do today. <laughs> I was going to do that yesterday, but my dad just randomly showed up. So that's why I called you. Cause he was <laughs> said, Oh, he, he, we, we went to the Cape Fox and he got the reindeer sausage and he said he wanted to buy some. And I was like, ah, I don't, they might have some at one of the stores. Well, let me ask Adam. So I, that's why I called you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. A&P would have it. They were out. We I ended up buying him the sausage links at uh, Safeway. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got them the spicy one and the regular one. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So he found exactly what he was looking for. Good. Um, worked out. But it's just crazy, man. And it's uh, nuts to say, but it, it really is like Ferris Bueller, like, if you don't stop and look around, it's gonna, life's going to pass you by. It happens quick, man. And, yeah. And, you know, sometimes I catch myself complaining. My brother will be like, you know, man, you can't complain when life's when life's good. Everything goes by fast. I like, think about it, man. 
when you're enjoying yourself at whatever you're doing, that's going to go by quick and you're going to blink and be like, you know, like you always say, you always like to quote, I always like to quote that, like, if you don't look around and enjoy it, it'll pass you by. So it's like, okay, that means I just had a good life. Yep. I fucking blinked and I'm 44. 20 years ago, I was working at Lease Market about to turn 24, living next door to you. And we both have very different lives from 20 years ago. Me and you have very different lives from 10 years ago. Yes. Me and you have very different lives. <laughs> from two years ago. Yeah, from five years ago, man. So it's just uh, it's just nuts, man. Life's just crazy, man. You want to chime in? I just realized I'm no. fucking blabbing, brother. No, keep going. And um, so it's just weird, man. And then I got all nostalgic. I was going through my pictures, deleting shit. Then I finally found the picture and saved it. The one of me and you dressed up as the same for our, <laughs> for our Christmas concert at Head Start, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So this is a really cool picture. Me and Adam are wearing the same same little vest, same long sleeve, everything. Everything. We just had to be the same. <laughs> yep. And then we still are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Now we both have podcasts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we're big movie buffs. We big love time horror movies. Love horror movies, man. Especially um, the 80s horror movies. You can't go wrong with 80s horror. You just can't. I so um I am going to Black Widow tonight. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um uh to be honest, I was kind of I needed a break from the superhero movies by the time the pandemic hit, which is a weird thing to say, but like we were so bombarded with the Avengers and everything, everything, Marvel, everything, DC in between. And then, uh, Hellboy and just everything I, I like, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed everything through it. And then by the time the Harley Quinn movie came out, it's just like, I don't know if I'm watching the theater. And I was with Jared and Carly and I was like, ah, I don't, I don't know if I want to sit down for another two hour movie. And Jared's like, are you sure it's a two hour movie? I looked at it as like an hour and 40. Fuck it. I'll go with you guys. And he started laughing <laughs> and I ended up enjoying it, but I was just the two hour, the over two hour movie experience at that time. I was just like, dude, that's enough. I need a fucking breather. Now be careful what you wish for, because when the pandemic hit, everything went away. Yeah. Everything went bye bye. <laughs> and then I didn't have anything except buying movie theater popcorn. I was like, okay, so I'd buy movie theater popcorn because there's no movies coming out. And then they started showing old school movies, which I loved. And I started going to those. And then I got to watch Die Hard in the theater. Got to, I went to the Goonies and had the greatest time ever at a movie theater watching it with just 20 other people because they're limited seating because yeah. of COVID restrictions. And the 20 of us were fucking cheering. We were laughing every time <laughs> Chunk came on screen because Chunk fucking rules, you know? <laughs> Fuck yeah. And then everybody was saying the quotes along with the movies. And then when Sloth came on, everybody cheered when Sloth came on screen. <laughs> it was just awesome, man. And then when he said, hey, you guys, a bunch of us said, hey, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Man. Yeah. And so it was just like little by little, you looked like the days were long, but the year was short in the first year of the pandemic. So if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I fought through depression, you know, uh, craziness like everybody else. And then... uh now it's fucking, I'm getting ready to go to a fucking comic book movie tonight, <laughs> you yep. know? And for me, it was, you know, I had to just keep my head down and keep plugging away because I'm working two jobs and yeah, things really never slowed down for me because I've also got the B&B yeah. plus trying to do the podcast. Yeah. It's hard, man. It's hard. I, I'm, I, 
I love the podcast though. So that's why I always make sure there's always a podcast out every week. And even if it's a short one, this is going to be obviously longer. Um, but, uh, so what, uh, I mean, you touched on 4th of July memories. What's, what's one of your favorite 4th of July memories from your teenage years? Hmm. Cause I mean, you discussed thoroughly our, our little business, our little business at a young age. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, there's a lot of different memories there. Just hanging out with friends, being with family, uh, yeah, all yeah. the, all the years that you and I spent all those evenings, you know, blowing off fireworks on the breakwater and then finding them the next day. Yep. Yeah. Not that those ones, but everybody's misplaced fireworks or drop fireworks. We would find bags. Yeah. And we would load up. And we would get up and we'd leave at seven in the morning because Adam was right next door at the time yep. <laughs> or he had stayed the night or vice versa. But we could always just get bags from my mom or bags from his mom. Like what time are you boys leaving seven? All right. We're not, co- I don't want you to cook for us. We, when we come back, <laughs> we, we weren't back till noon sometimes. Yeah. And we were carrying sometimes two, three bags of fireworks. And it was paper bags. It was crazy, man. It was just like finding rockets, finding baller rockets, finding bricks of firecrackers. Yeah, finding uh, <laughs> a half a brick of ladyfingers, finding uh, wrong side lit in cherry bombs, which was scary to light off because it was lit in halfway through on the wrong side. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Holy God. Finding seal bombs. The punks. Roman candles. I remember finding lighters and being happy about finding lighters. Yep. Because at that time we weren't supposed to have them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'd find lighters, we find and if it didn't rain, then we would keep the matches. Yep. Um, it was just nuts, man. I remember finding money sometimes and like this is awesome. And any money we made, we always ran down to what was then Ace Hardware, yep. and we would load up on uh, Pixies. Pixies, uh fishing line. And not only that, we used to get the same stuff from uh Jim Beal. Yeah. The Pixies and Trout Gear. I remember getting Trout Gear. Uh, I remember buying Bobbers. Um, I, oh, oh, sorry. And uh, that's my mom calling. Sorry, mom, you're calling at odd times again. <laughs> um, so it's just, uh, I didn't do much. I didn't celebrate this year. I wore orange in honor of the missing Native kids that were found buried at fucking boarding schools. Um cleaned up i'm still in the process of decluttering and cleaning up my place that's another thing i have to do today so for us Mm -hmm. my wife and i we went out with my dad my mom and my brother and his son his youngest boy okay we were out on the water for literally 12 hours holy shit 8 a.m to 8 p.m we uh we're in a small boat we kind of trolled everywhere yeah we loaded up on some salmon. We got some nice cohos. Yeah. Got one big fat pink. Oh, huh? And Heidi caught her first king, so nice. that was exciting. Nice. We loaded up on some shrimp. We didn't catch any halibut. Nothing nothing else to uh, really <laughs> brag about, but we had a lot of fun. Nice. So this is one of the better 4th of Julys I've had. Hell yeah. So some of my other great 4th of July memories would be... Uh, Helping my kids with their booth over in Met. Oh, yeah. And that was always a good time. Hell yeah. Because, you know, I worked on the Marine Highway cooking for so many years. <laughs> yeah. Working the front line and having to interact with all the people. 
you know, it, you, huh? it just was so natural to be there at the booth, yeah. working the, the front of the booth <laughs> there. And Hey, come on in here, folks. Uh, yeah. Don't be shy. We got this, we got this, come on in. You know, you want some. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just a lot of fun and the kids had a blast. They got to see how it, how it works. Nice. Uh, the rest of the family was all there. Everybody jumped in. Everybody helped out. So it was really, really cool. It nice. brought everybody together. That's good, man. So another great memory right there. Fuck yeah. Um. So on on my other pod, last week's podcast, I touched on on me smoking weed the night before I took my drug test to work with you. <laughs> this is fucking. Uh, so let's do some dry snitching. When did you? <laughs> Yeah, that was the summer after you graduated high school. So the summer of '95. What do you? What's your memories of the summer of '95? Because I don't really drink that. I haven't drank since we went out for our ugly Christmas sweaters. That was in 2019. Yeah, that was a while ago. That's the last time I drank. See, memories in '95 summer. Um, Did I, I? I. You didn't party, so when I'd go out to party, I never really saw you around. Yeah, I was usually hanging with Terrence. Yeah, he and I were usually either up the softball field. Betting, betting the softball back and forth. Yeah, throwing the football or just DJing dances. You know, the first one of the very first times I got drunk was with Terrence. <laughs> yeah. He was DJing a dance October '93. Uh, Kevin Clevenger and Paul Starrish invited him by, and he said, oh, "I'm bringing Bruce by. He's staying the night." And we took off up to Paul's place, went into his room, and we drank Rumplemint. Oof. It was fucking brutal. Um, Damn. We uh, got drunk really quick. It's like my second time drinking. And then we um, walked instead of, because they lived at the end of the road. They were living in that middle road that you were on. And instead of walking, which would have made more sense if we went down towards my Uncle Pat's way, then cut over and walk that trail, we would have been to his house in under 10 minutes. Now, we walked towards your house <laughs> from where Paul was living at. Yep. That was Wa- at the end of Milne Street. We walked past there, and when we got to your house, Terrence just started yelling your fucking name like you guys had broken up. <laughs> like fucking he was John Cusack and say anything. Holding the, I was like, dude, we got to go, man. We can't be fucking around like this. And he just thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Screaming your fucking name. Oh. And then, uh, so we finally... Cut, finally get to the end of the road, take a right, go down, walk past the winters, get to Hillcrest, walk down there, take a right. And then um, we're like, we can't go this way. We can't walk past my house this late. We're fucking drunk. So we double back and then we go to the trail by Jim Beal's house. <laughs> oh, man. Perfect logical sense here. And then we get, uh, there's, we get to his house. There's no fence there. And then we hear a car and then we see headlights and I just fucking book it. Book it like fuck on Billy Mills, man. <laughs> fucking ran. And then I fucking turned around and fucking Terrence fucking run is trying to run and fucking trips and eats shit and just lays there. Holy shit. Fucking plays dead. And I fucking <laughs> go inside. I'm like, damn, bro, if you get arrested, that's going to suck, but I'm not getting arrested. <laughs> You know, and the car drives by. I was so drunk I couldn't even see who it was. And then I could just hear him fucking laughing really hard. 
now me and Terrence have this thing of from Pit Cemetery, yeah, and uh, it's like Drew, Drew, buddy. <laughs> well, Terrence was so drunk, he's like Bruce. Bruce, buddy, <laughs> lost my keys. And I get over to him and he's just laughing really hard. Now, he was a lot bigger than I was back then. Yep. And uh, he didn't want to get up and I couldn't lift him up, but I was trying to lift him up. <laughs> and he just kept saying, hey, Drew, buddy. <laughs> and then he'd go, hey, Bruce, buddy. So he'd go between calling me Drew, buddy and Bruce, buddy. And we're just fucking, I was just, I lost it. I just started laughing. He's like, fuck, why did you just leave me here? Like, what if that was the cops? And I was like, don't not tell you, bro, I wasn't going to jail with you. And he, he thought he didn't get mad, but he thought it was one of the funniest things ever. And he said, your fucking honesty amazes me, man. <laughs> and then he got up and then we ate some food and then we passed out. So that was that's my memory of our bro, Terrence. <laughs> Got anything you want to throw in real quick, brother? Oh, not too much. I remember him telling me what he remembered of that story. And he said, uh, after you guys left. Yeah, being outside my place, like you guys were walking down the yeah, street, early. shoulder to shoulder, shoulder to shoulder, like they were so fucked up, man. Because he couldn't walk straight. They were fucking wasted. Um, <laughs> so that's the second time I got drunk. Maybe someday I'll tell you the first time I got drunk. <laughs> He's working up to it. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I said, uh, we're getting some normalcy back. Um, me and Adam are waxed and vaxed, and everybody, stay safe, man. All right. Stay safe out there, everyone. Thanks for coming on, brother. Always a blast. Later. See you later, folks. Later.